The Turning Point Project. I'm Helen Rabello, founder of the Magical Life Movement and author of The Magical Unfolding, Eight Magical Processes for Peace, Potential and Purpose. And I believe that when you face transitions in life, you have to find a way to move forward through the messy bits, even when you feel scared. In this project, I talk to inspiring conscious souls about how they used to turning points to move from a life that didn't fully fit towards living a more intentional, fulfilling life despite the messy bits. May these stories inspire you to trust your turning points and to always believe there is magic to be found in life even when you feel stuck in the messy middle. And if you haven't yet ordered your copy of The Magical Unfolding, head on over to the website to gift yourself a copy so that you can get all of the bonuses on offer to help you shape your next decade differently. Welcome to episode two and my lovely guest today is my gorgeous friend Nicole Barton who is a life mentor and writer like me and she describes herself as something of a unicorn within the self-help industry for her notion that nobody needs self-help and in this conversation you're going to discover exactly why she believes that and how she has managed to overcome all of the limitations she used to have the things that actually left her unable to walk at one point and she shares insights that absolutely anybody, no matter what your story, can adopt and can integrate into their life. So I think you'll love this conversation. I can't wait to hear what you think. Sit back and enjoy. So lovely, Nicole. I am so very, very happy that you are here to talk to me and anyone listening about Turning Points today. Um, because our meeting has felt really pretty magical and um, and this whole project came about from my own book which has got magical in the title so you are a brilliant guest to start us off for season two so welcome oh thank you for being I'm here excited. thank you I know our meeting was magical wasn't it it was magical <laughs> <laughs> And maybe we'll talk about that and maybe we won't. And if we don't, if anyone listening to this gets curious, they can always ask us about it. That's (laughs) true. I won't give it away. Absolutely. It's a secret. (laughs) So when I invited you to share some of your gorgeous wisdom, did you have a specific turning point? that came to mind some people have a really clear one some people have lots so how was it for you yeah I think there were loads that I have thought could be turning points really because I think a turning point for me is something where you see something different and um but one in one in particular that was kind of one that really kind of blew my world apart I guess and transformed everything was um I guess when I I got ill with chronic fatigue syndrome um when I was about 24 um, and so I, I used to be in um, a very busy, hectic kind of job and career as a brand manager. And um, one day I just basically burnt out and I had worked super hard my entire life to kind of 
make sure that everything was perfect and kind of managing my experience really um and it just got too much really and it was it was kind of from I guess a lot of thinking about my childhood experience because my dad left when I was four and so I kind of learned to manage my experience and, and learned that I needed to do more in order to be worthy um and so it basically led me to burn out and and I was rendered unable to walk basically so I lost my job um yeah and from and from there kind of stepped into a process of self-rediscovery I guess um so yeah it was that was I think one of the most profound things and and there's been lots of learning from that since and uh I think when I first started with when I was first ill I kind of I just completely stopped and then I dived into self-help but but in a way that was kind of again still me striving Mm. so for a little while there wasn't a huge transformation because I kind of burnt myself out with self-help as well I was kind of like oh I could explore this and I could explore this and so I I basically you know committed to exploring I trained in aromatherapy reflexology reiki um everything you can think of yoga meditation homeopathy and I kind of traveled from Stonehenge to Bali (laughs) really exploring self-help which was great and I did um have some benefit from that but what really kind of hit me um and transformed everything was when I had some life mentoring and that was really sort of seeing how the mind works and once I began to see that I actually realized that there wasn't anything to do but really be who we are and so for all of this time I kind of strived to fix and change myself and then all of a sudden I realized I wasn't broken and that was the biggest thing that kind of just flipped everything around really oh yeah I love that (laughs) because as you know I I'm so fully with you on that. And it's one of the reasons I thought it would be really lovely to have you um, mm. share your story on the podcast because we, we've come to so, we've come to very similar realizations. And, mm. um, and actually, for all that we see life coaches and mentors and, you know, people that talk about similar stuff online Mm. we actually I don't know if you agree but we actually don't see that many people who are really championing being life mentors for people and and teaching them how to tap back into you know the inherent wonderful being that they already are there just aren't many of us that's it exactly because I think a lot of um a lot of people, a lot of coaches in my experience, and that this isn't for every, this isn't everybody, obviously, because we are generally pointing people back. But but a lot of people are still seeking in the external, seeking mm. kind of these things that will make them happier. So things, you know, like a new job or, you know, a new relationship or whatever it might be, um, even like I was with the self-help tools, um, they're kind of always seeking something to change and and what I realized was that we just don't need to change we simply need to see that we've got all the answers we need within although these self I talk about sort of ditching self-help and and doing nothing I think those self-help tools can still be quite useful actually Mm -hmm. as a way of kind of self-rediscovery because you can still use them as a way to explore the different things that light you up Um, but they're more reminders for me than 
than a tool that will help fix you. And that's quite a huge journey to go on. I mean, you, you, you've, you've kind of, you've shared that in record time, um, you know, mere, mere moments illustrating what must have been a really huge journey for you. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. It, and it's interesting, actually, you saying that because realistically, I did spend many, many years kind of getting to that point. But it, it was actually quite interesting because the moment I heard about how the mind works and the fact that we're experiencing life through our thinking, Mm. it kind of just dropped me out of it instantaneously it was like something just flipped almost overnight um because I just saw something different yeah that is one of the key learnings I think for for anybody that changes anything um that that I get reminded of again and again it's almost that light bulb moment where a light has been shone on something that you cannot argue with and it's that's it. yeah it's like you know it in your bones that's it and you can't unsee it it's like something's just been illuminated <laughs> yeah. you can't you can't go back into the darkness of it <laughs> so how did that feel for you to to have that sudden moment of oh my goodness yeah it was just such a relief because I'd spent so long searching and I just suddenly realized that it you know all of that was pointless it, you know it was meaningless in a way and and that's not to say you know that that for me it was like a, a, I was free of all of the suffering that I'd ever had mm. um because I had suffered quite a lot throughout my life I'd suffered with kind of anxiety quite a lot uh, I'd suffered with depression I'd suffered with obviously my illness um I suffered with my dad leaving and and I realized that I was just experiencing that all of that suffering through my thinking and that's not to say that we don't feel it because the reason that we feel things is because we're having a thought and the feelings come from the thought. But all of that is is kind of a narrative um, and we don't need to continuously relive it. It's it's like that's not really who we are. Who we are is this this wisdom that we're kind of pointing towards. It's it's so much greater than than what we think. And, and we've got this possibility that we just can't always see. And and so that was. Yeah, it was. I just realized we are free. <laughs> we're always free underneath the thinking that we're not. <laughs> That's quite a profound realization, isn't it? To have yeah. having gone from being not able to walk, yeah. burnt out so much, yeah. to realizing that. So, where were you in terms of your physical health when you had this realization? Had you yeah. already started to shift that? I had, I think, um, although I was still doing and still exploring self-help, I had kind of taken a break from work. And in that, there was still more pausing than I had ever done. So I was, and, you know, obviously self-help and self-care is kind of very nourishing. So I'd still managed to kind of tap back into myself. It's just that I had this constant still anxiety. And it was like the anxiety was more about the fact that I was anxious and um, so I had kind of got to a point where I was able to walk I was able to kind of go off 
to Bali um, on my own and, and do yoga. And that was really powerful because, again, I think yoga is that one of those tools that kind of points you back towards the fact that we've got everything we need within. Yeah, um, so it, it was a journey, but it was it was just when I got to that one point and that one realisation that really there was nothing to nothing to fix I think what helped me most was because I always suffered with anxiety was realizing that I wasn't anxious fundamentally at my core I was just having anxious thinking which was moment to moment and it would move on through Um, and when I realized that I thought well that that doesn't define me that's not who I am Um, you know I wasn't born with anxiety (laughs) and I'm still still the same person that I was born as Um, it's just momentary thinking that kind of comes in shakes us up a bit because <laughs> we believe it right it's, mm. it seems so real to us um and yet just because there's a thought in our heads doesn't mean that it's true um and that was what helped me most it was seeing that it was like oh <laughs> that's not necessarily true so I basically stopped worrying about the fact that I was anxious and in doing that there was much more space in my in my head much less thinking and it kind of fell away by itself in that in in that kind of space I love how you express that um yeah no it's it's lovely it's lovely to hear to get these kind of snapshots of people's journeys yeah because I think for a lot of us we actually do end up at very similar points or very similar realizations but the the route that we take yeah to get there is is different for every single one of us and we all experience it and express it in different ways and that's what I love about these conversations because every single one of them um will resonate with somebody that's it exactly and I think that's um what what I like about what you say there is we are underneath all of it underneath all the different tools and techniques that we use to get there we're all arriving at the same point Mm. and what I like to point to is that that point can be given different labels by everybody you know it might be something that people see as spiritual it might be something that people see as divine it might be something that people see in nature so there's lots of different ways but we're all kind of pointing to that same settledness that's within all of us and and that's why I think it's really nice and it's what helped me to more easily remember that literally we're we're all the same and and that wisdom is always there yeah and it just has lots of different labels for everybody and um, whether that be love you know connection wisdom <laughs> anything um yeah and it's we're all pointing to that we'll yeah. arrive there and so it comes from us it's always within yeah absolutely so how did you navigate your pathway from having this profound realization to mm. letting that kind of filter out and and be impactful in a, you know a practical physical sense in terms of your life and your work and what you were doing at that that time can you t- take us through that journey a little bit Yeah I think um it kind of just again like I say and it sounds almost too good to be true it kind of just happened it just dropped me into this kind of flow with life rather than me having to really try to do anything um 
so it's almost like the anxiety fell away and and I just had all of this space in my head to just kind of really just create from because I'm quite creative and in the space of absence of thought or less thought about anxiety and all these different things which I'd realized you know anything like fear or anxiety or anything that holds us holds us back is really just kind of made up by ourselves and when we realize that we, we kind of realize that we can create whatever we like and and unravel a life that we love just by being and doing what feels right for us in that moment and so I then kind of use this wisdom to begin to share with other people and and it's what what I really was passionate about because um I think it's so important when you've had something that transforms your life to be able to share it with other people yeah um and so that's kind of what drives me so I just from then on started to do that and and it kind of just unfolded really um so for example I was um in Bali and I just came across this beautiful retreat center and and I am setting up a retreat for next year. Um, and it just kind of, it, it's almost like you just get redirected. Um, and it's, that's happening for us all of the time, but we just don't see it when we're living in our heads, I think. It's like you say with the magic. I think, you know, the magic is just another label for that, <laughs> for that um, what's going on. Denise. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I do have to qualify that for people sometimes because, yeah. you know, yeah. people, we all have, associations with different words and some for some yeah. people magic means something that's not particularly I don't know true or real or honest mm. they you know they kind of think yeah. of old, old magicians who are really just tricksters or whatever that's and, um, it but yeah. magic's here every day yeah absolutely <laughs> I, yeah for me it's 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 noticing yeah. noticing the small gifts that are to be found in just everything around us even when life looks like it's falling apart there's you know the fact that the sun rises every morning for me that's bloody magical yeah (laughs) it is I (laughs) (laughs) I love that (laughs) but this is one of the things I love about you because um I can tell that you're really in touch with with that magic as well and yeah. and I could tell that even before we met in person because Aww. it comes across in what you share and, and how you write and um I don't know it's like you've embodied that energy so much that you Aww. cannot help but express it in everything you're doing oh that's lovely thank you yeah again it's like that the poetry um that I write which mm. um I love it, again I, I was never a poet <laughs> And it just kind of, I was, I was a writer, um, that's a label I gave myself, but, but it just kind of appeared again in the space and, and every so often a poem just pops through. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, okay, another one, thanks. <laughs> and it's lovely because, yeah, I just don't have to think about it. And uh, it is in that space of, of kind of not having all the thinking about being anxious and all the things that we need to fix or change something just comes through and and moves through us and like you said just actually with with when we look to nature I think we can see that it's um it's when we look at the cycles and the rhythm of nature you know life is just kind of flowing all the all of the time and nature is just evolving and we're just exactly the same we we are basically nature but walking around with the power of thought (laughs) 
Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's like that thing of the, um, you know, the, the leaves appear on the tree. Uh, the leaves don't really give a monkeys whether they're a yeah. symmetrical leaf or a slightly crooked leaf or it's That's just, it. it's just it, a leaf doing yeah, its and thing, in, being and a in leaf. Autumn, in autumn, the trees don't go, oh my God, like, how am I going to grow my leaves back? What am I going to do? Like, we need to come up with a plan. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're, we're exactly the same. We, it, when you look at it like that, it's quite funny. And I think it's, it's important to kind of stay curious and stay having fun with it because it is you know it's uh, it is quite funny when you start to look at the the things that we think <laughs> yeah no absolutely it's that it's that bodying kind of a light heart light-hearted energy yeah. and um <clears throat> and that's what you've managed to access from having having this realization and and no longer fretting about what's happening in your head yeah I think the important thing to mention there as well is that we are human as well so it's not like I've just had this realization and then I've never suffered again in my life Um, because we're human and we have thought storms and I think it's important to recognize that it's not you know sometimes when people hear what I'm saying they're like oh it's you know just just it's just a thought you know it's not it's not practical well I'm not really saying that I'm not really saying we need to dismiss it because it's important if we're feeling sad or, you know, if something goes wrong for us the, the way that we don't expect, then it's okay to kind of sit there and, and kind of hold ourselves. But it's knowing it's knowing that we were built to do that. It's knowing that we've got that inbuilt psychological system that's kind of working it out for us. That's where the freedom is. It's like we don't need to get in and mess with it and fix it and change it. It's just allowing ourselves to hold ourselves in that space when something does go wrong and that's where I think it's it's that's where the freedom is it's knowing that we're always okay no matter what and if somebody who was listening to this was in a place where they find that concept difficult to grasp Mm -hmm. in some way it's it's it feels a little bit alien but maybe they're curious about it yeah is there a way that you could invite them to start exploring that that comes to mind? Something that you could yeah, say to them? Definitely. I think um, one of the things that I created earlier this year was um, a do nothing challenge, um, which actually is available um, on the sign up of my website. So it's, it's basically a seven day challenge where you just carve out five minutes each day to just kind of sit and notice your thoughts and that's literally just one tool that can be really helpful just to just to notice the thoughts and just stay curious about whether they're true or you know about even the fact that the thoughts create a feeling um because that can be quite powerful to see that yeah our feelings are there but they come from our thinking um and so so yeah so there's that as a tool which and the seven day challenge kind of has different prompts each day um to to kind of encourage that self-rediscovery that self-inquiry mm. um so there's that and also in january i have um an online self-rediscovery summit coming up uh, which will be all about in- inspiring conversations basically i'll be i'll be talking to lots of different speakers about um their kind of journeys to rediscovering their wisdom um and it'll be quite inspiring and empowering so again it's it's not about specifically doing something it's not 
that we need to go and do something to tap into it. It's more just like allowing ourselves to be open and listen and hear something different that might inspire something to change in our mindset. Um, yeah, so that's, that's available in January. I love that. That sounds like an amazing thing for people to go and access because mm. it really is about giving yourself permission, isn't it? And just, yeah. you know, pressing, pressing pause and noticing yeah. what's happening. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I love that idea of doing things in five minutes as well because it's so doable. Yeah, as long as we don't make it another thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it's like have a curious five minutes, not a yeah, must exactly. take this off my to-do list five yeah, minutes. Yeah, it doesn't need to be serious. It's just <laughs> one of those things that is kind of there, if, you know, if you want to stay curious about it, if you're, if you're struggling to make sense of what I'm saying. And I also say it kind of, what I point to goes beyond the words. It's not something that you need to grasp hold of it's not something that you need to really get in and understand because I know when I first came across it I was like god I really wish that I'd written all of that 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 woman said down <laughs> and I and I hadn't got a notepad so I couldn't and then the next day I just woke up completely different mindset um and I hadn't done anything it was just listening so if you are struggling to kind of get your head around it my, my advice is don't try <laughs> yeah, and that nice. that sounds kind of a bit like well how's that going to work but <laughs> your mind is always kind of bringing you back to your own wisdom and, and so if it hears something in it it will just kind of bring you back there naturally and, and I explore that with, with clients as well kind of one-to-one so um, I'm always happy to have a chat with people as well. And do you find that the people you work with are in a similar place to where you were yeah I think so and again I I kind of term what I do as finding freedom from suffering because I think it it applies really to any suffering that we experience Mm -hmm. but I do think that naturally people work well with people that have been through similar things um, Mm -hmm. that they have as well because there's just that resonance isn't there there's it's like holding up a mirror and and seeing your own experience reflected back I think when you've been through something yourself, experienced something yourself, you've been on that journey, mm. um, you can sort of sit in this compassionate, empathising yeah. place that yeah. is non-judgmental and gives lots of permission. And That's it. I don't know, it just gives you this capacity to just hold the space and be with whatever is coming up for people. And, yeah, um, yeah definitely yeah it's it is very very powerful so I love that this journey has you know not only changed your life in terms of how it looks and feels but it's changed your life in terms of what you're now doing for your yeah. work as well I mean, yeah and, and and same with me although in a very different route I mean it's yeah. it's quite staggering isn't it it is it's you can't quite believe it and I can I for people who are kind of a bit skeptical and don't they're like oh this can't this can't be true it's I understand where they're coming from because if I'm, if somebody had told me that I would just instantly all my anxiety would fall away <laughs> I would have been like yeah right whatever yeah. but it is so possible yeah it's it's and it's so simple as well actually it's simple but profound at the same time absolutely best things always are (laughs) yeah yeah we like to overcomplicate things don't we (laughs) 
what was the time frame for you between that burnout mm. moment and then having this realization was it quite a short time or was it quite long it was over several years because like I say I kind of explored all these different things before I really had that insight um but that's why I think it's so important for for me, it's so important to see exploring how the mind works. That was what changed changed my life. And it was literally basically overnight. Mm. Um, so I would say it's my journey. Well, we're always journeying. We're always evolving. But my, my journey to that realization from the point of suffering was kind of a few years. But that was because I was kind of seeking outside of myself. Yeah. And when I when I came across the understanding that I had everything I needed within. It was like overnight, this shift in what I saw. I wonder how much those other self-help tools, techniques, modalities, whatever you want to call them, mm. whether how much they helped in terms of, um, I don't know, maybe opening you up physically mm. and mentally, kind of decompressing yeah, exactly. you. Do you think that exactly. was... Yeah, I think I think what they did was really highlight to me um, who I was. It was just like a constant reminder. It was only really the fact that I was making it hard work that, <laughs> that it didn't it didn't help me so much. I think because I was really serious about it, and I think because of that, it it wasn't so helpful to me. But but I agree that it was basically a process of of illuminating different things. Um, and so up to that point, I guess they were they were all kind of providing something and, and kind of tapping me back into who I really was. Um, but particularly yoga. I mean, I think I think for me, the distinction is if you're doing something because you love it, then that's really helpful. That's always helpful. Any self-help tool or technique that you love is going to drop you out of your head and back into your heart. And that's where you're likely to have these insights and, and things. But if you're doing something because you've been told to or you're forcing it or you think you should, that's where it's not going to help. Yeah, absolutely. I can really agree with that as well from my own um, discoveries and explorations. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe, yeah. you know, going down head-led paths into my, my shiatsu training actually came about because I pretty much used my head to work out yeah where I was next headed in terms of what are my skills what am I good at what do I like doing yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, and actually I do think it opened up a really magical pathway for me but exactly. um it was the it was a catalyst but in a very in a very different way to the way I thought literally using the word thought consciously (laughs) (laughs) because it did open up a whole new world of discovery but um but yeah it it never felt easy for me those whole three years of training because I was so in my head yeah trying to work it all out trying to feel I must feel chi (laughs) you're not gonna feel it when you're approaching it like that (laughs) I love that. And we've all been there, haven't we? I think that's part of everyone's kind of experience. Yeah. 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 So what is your secret to, to trusting <laughs> your path now? You know, you've, you've talked about, I know you use the word unfolding to describe your journey as well. And, um, yeah. and I know for you that you, you're still very much in that spirit 
you are still very much welcoming that unfolding every single day. So yeah. what's your secret to, to trusting where that takes you? Yeah, that's a good question. I think for me, it's just really having that solid knowing that we do have whatever it is we need to cope. And, and when you know that nothing can break you, doesn't really matter what your experience is like so it's it's just removed all that fear so I'm not saying that I just trust life to be all wonderful I'm saying that I trust myself to be able to deal with it when it's not yeah um I think that's the the most crucial thing is is seeing that it's it's like that unshakable not just faith in oh everything will work out and we need to just trust the universe it's faith that whatever happens we've got that psychological system inbuilt and we can deal with it that's so beautifully expressed again thank you (laughs) because for me it's a much more helpful way to express something that is you know often expressed as Mm. just trust just trust the universe and wherever it takes you and yeah. which is something I've definitely been guilty of saying as well but oh yeah me too but ultimately it is, it is <laughs> about human yeah because we're human <laughs> but definitely it is it is so fundamental to trust your own ability to 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 not lose yourself I guess yeah yeah in whatever comes your way that's it yeah so thank you. Thank you That's for saying okay. that. Yeah. And saying it so it came from nowhere. I had no idea I was going to say that. Well, there you go, you see. That's because you trust yourself. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Do you have any secrets when it comes to, well, being able to, to trust yourself? I, I guess I'm asking you to dive, see if you can dive a little bit deeper into yeah. that. Yeah. How, think- how does that? manifest for you how how do you trust yourself and I and I know this might seem like a like I'm digging I'm digging ever deeper at this thing dig away (laughs) I like to go deeper what what lies underneath take it another another yeah so um one of the things that helped me most was seeing that you know I remember um I, don't, I can't remember what prompted this insight, but there was just this sense of we knowing that, you know, we don't tell our hearts to eat. We don't, we don't, it'd be really funny if we tried to do that. Like, come on heart, you know, <laughs> we've got to do this. And we don't, we don't tell our lungs how to breathe. And so our body is constantly, you know, bringing us back to balance. And it's the same. I just so clearly saw that it's, this, it's the exact same for our minds. It's, we've got this psychological system inbuilt that is just always bringing us back. It's, its job is to bring us back. And so seeing that, I think, just made it really clear for me that, you know, we can, we've, we've got it all. There's nothing, there's nothing that can break us. And how have you stayed tethered to that when you've had really tough times in life since having this realization yeah Yeah, well that's again a good question because it you know as I kind of alluded to before it's not like I'm permanently walking around in this state of bliss and I never have you know have a meltdown (laughs) (laughs) because I I know I've um over the last year for example this last year has been quite horrendous in some ways I mean I, I 
I I been going through a divorce. Um, I've had lots of different things um, go wrong, and and I think the key thing is is that where those things would have felt like they really impacted me before, they still have impacted me, but they felt lighter. I've had a lighter experience of them just yes. because of knowing this, um, and it really is just it's just I saw it I saw it so clearly and felt it and I and I just knew that this was truth yeah um and it's that unshakable kind of knowing that that is truth that's carried me through and and of course that doesn't mean that moment to moment I don't go well this is a load of rubbish and and get really angry and really upset or you know feel really sad because I still have that because I know that I'm human and that that's how the human experience works but I always come back to it and it and it's very often much faster <laughs> than I would have ever settled out of it before yeah and it, so it is that knowing that we can still have what what I call a meltdown I like to call it a breakthrough <laughs> but but yeah we can still have that moment of sadness and and know that it's part of life's rich experience um, and it allows us to embrace all of life's experience we can embrace the fear and the sadness just as well as we can embrace the joy and the, and the happiness and all the possibilities really it's we don't want to just experience part of the rainbow we want it all yeah absolutely and i and i'm i'm so grateful to you for sharing that because because we are human mm. it's so easy to listen to conversations like this and to kind of let ourselves off a little bit you know yeah yeah the little the little voices in your head just strike up with that oh it's all right for her because blah 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 blah. (laughs) (laughs) well actually no um you know it doesn't mean things still haven't been challenging yeah and that and it's a skill that lives with you through life as life does its thing as 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 it chucks curveballs your way or whatever it does and that's that's the whole premise really behind uh, this whole podcast started because i wanted to demystify um that sense of failure people can get from the way that they navigate things that yeah come up for them in life especially people who are coaches or uh, yoga teachers or you know a lot of the people in my orbit are people that have been on similar paths to you and me yeah, yeah. Um, and th- and they are the world's worst for beating themselves up because maybe there's a they're lacking a bit of grace in their ability to navigate yeah. something life chucks at them yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I you know it's re- I love that you've talked about that to remind us all to not beat ourselves up with the should stick when yeah we just do a bit of kindness I mean I've always always expressed my emotions from whenever I was a little girl and um I used to really beat myself up about that because it you know that's not quite normal I think (laughs) for a lot of society we often kind of hold it back but yeah I definitely didn't express mine (laughs) I always did and I always used to think that I needed fixing because of that but then I just saw well that's just part of life we're human we go up and we go down and and now it goes up and down slightly less but it still goes up and down because that's you know that's who we are if we didn't suffer we wouldn't be human (laughs) we'd be walking around all in bliss and and I don't think that that's particularly achievable and we want to embrace the humanness 
and the human experience that we're having yeah really um I think there's a lot of kind of almost attempts at spiritual bypassing in in a lot of um spiritual teachings and not all of them um but for me that just doesn't feel right it's it's like well yeah we are all connected and, and magical and wisdom we've got this wisdom and this natural flow and, and intelligence behind life but we are also human <laughs> we, we just need to you know express that sometimes mm, yeah. absolutely yeah I'm so with you I th- and I think that's one of the reasons I'm particularly drawn to you and your work and your approach to life because oh. I definitely, I have a, I have a strong leaning towards people who are really grounded in the real world, but also in yeah. touch with the magic of life. I yeah. just think it's the perfect. It's a nice balance. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so what do you really love about where you are now in your life? Ooh. Well, yeah, I guess, I guess the flow and just constantly creating new things. Um, because, you know, even in, even in business, you know you expect things to go a certain way and they don't necessarily but it's just kind of rerouting you and 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 so it, I enjoy kind of creating and seeing like you know creating different things so like my online summit or you know I'm creating a membership group for next year um and I have created a retreat and and lots of different things so I think it's just that flow and and the capacity to create all of the time whatever we whatever we really want to and it's tapping into what's in our hearts and what in terms of what we can what we can offer people um yeah so it's it's just kind of that just that flow of of being able to create lights me up because I'm a writer as well so I just love to to express through that way and there's my there's my expressing my <laughs> emotions coming through in that way oh I'm sitting here with a big smile on my face because I can oh. I can hear that that's coming from your heart and also I really relate yeah. <laughs> you know because yeah. I'm a writer too yeah. um, and one of the things that you said earlier that your poetry was coming through and you didn't necessarily think that you were creative in that way and I and I I don't know about you but for me I found that the more I've opened my heart and connected to my heart and lived more from that mm. place mm. Um, the more facets of my creativity I've discovered and I even though I've always been a writer at heart I don't think I would ever have used the word creative about me for most of my life and and the more people I've worked with to help them kind of access their hearts and open their hearts the more they've discovered their creativity and um and I think it's almost one of the things that juices us all if we find our way to to express it in whatever way that is for us definitely and we are all creative it's just you know it's hiding off under a whole layer of thought about how uncreative we are definitely <laughs> yeah because we think it has to be a certain way or... yeah yeah exactly and and it can evolve and new things can come up that we feel drawn to creating and yeah I, lo- I love working with creatives as well um to kind of unravel that that life that they love from the heart rather than from that I should be creating this or yeah it's so important yeah so I'm going to ask you one final question yeah and then I I, I'm going to invite you to share where people can find you as well um, because I'm sure there will be people listening to this that are curious and want to know 
more about the summit and more about maybe even more about your retreat. Yeah. I might even want to know about that myself. I seem to have got a lot of travel plans for next year. I love travel. Well, this year by the time this comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, kind of similar to the last question, really. I'd love to invite you to share um one thing you would love to really celebrate about yourself. Ooh, well, yeah, I was gonna say actually it's probably the creativity. Yeah. I love I love creativity and I love creating. And I just think it's it goes so well with the fact that we are always evolving. Um we can we've always got the possibility to create whatever we want. So I think really seeing that is something to be celebrated. And do you <laughs> do you think when you're when you're creating, is that the thing that really helps you to stay more? in that sense of that natural flow yeah definitely yeah. I think when, whenever something lights you up just do more of that <laughs> and and that's when you kind of are connected to that flow because if you're in an activity that you enjoy doing you're not really thinking um, and that's a really good way of kind of knowing um, that you're in flow is that you know you don't you don't have all those thoughts that might crowd your brain less, like normally um, and so yeah for me that is in writing poetry or content or whatever it might be um and I love your writing oh thank you very much which you share a lot of on Instagram I do. so if other people would like to see your beautiful writing as well is that the best place for them or where where is the best um, place yeah to send most them? of my new stuff goes on to Instagram so it's at wellbeing writer but I also have a lot of it um as well as other lots of other resources so I have my blogs my podcast appearances um the online summit and um all my poetry uh, on my website which is just www.nicolebarton.co.uk and that's Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E. <laughs> There's lots of different ways that people spell Nicole. <laughs> Perfect. And your summit is from January to March? Yes, right? January, January the 10th um, until March. So, um, yeah, it's going to have lots of different inspiring speakers. I'm really excited about that. It's just um, going to highlight really how the process of self-rediscovery can lead us to our wisdom. So, yeah. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so, so much. I know Thank it's a real you. whistle-stop tour, um, but you've shared so much richness. And um, I think people will really take a lot away from this conversation. So. I hope so. <laughs> and if anybody doesn't quite get it, I'm happy to kind of have conversations about, about what's not making sense as well. So always happy for people to reach out. Um, but thank you so Beautiful. much for having me. I love this conversation. Oh, my absolute pleasure. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Turning Point Project. If you found this episode useful, I'd be so grateful if you could rate and review the podcast as it really makes a difference and will only take a moment. If you'd like to continue the conversation or ask me any questions, come and connect with me over on Instagram at Helen Rebello Author or join the free magical life movement at helenrebello.com. Have a gorgeous, gorgeous day and I'll catch you in the next episode.